everyone, my name is John. And my name is Matt. And welcome back to Half-Ass Movie Reviews. If you've been following along, we've been doing the James Bond franchise, but we're going to be taking a slight detour for the next few weeks, and we are going to be diving into the Fast and the Furious franchise with Fast 10 coming out, or Fast X, uh, in the middle of May, so we want to build up to that. Matt loves this franchise, so tell him about it, since you love it so much. So the Fast and Furious 2001, directed by Rob Cohen. Cohen. Yep. So, what can I say about this movie? Um, this came out at the perfect time, in my opinion, at least for people my age. You know, I didn't quite have my license yet, um, but I remember I did not see this in theaters. No, I didn't see it in theaters either. I, I think I saw it on DVD the first time I ever yes, saw it. Either, maybe even VHS. It could have been VHS. It was 2001. So, yeah, I think it was VHS. So I, I vividly remember kids in my school talking about it, and then I got home from school one day, and my, my dad had rented it. Uh, and I believe it might have been a VHS. I don't remember, but I just remember renting it. And I remember, I was like, yes, I finally get to see The Fast and the Furious. And I watched it, and I just fucking loved it. I ate it up. I watched it two or three times that weekend. Yeah. And then I remember I, my mom would take me to Blockbuster sometimes, and I would rent it on my own <laughs> until I finally bought the DVD. Yeah. But... The Fast and Furious, you know, is it a perfect movie? No. Is it completely accurate? No. When it comes to the car stuff? No. You know, they have fucking 15 speed transmissions and the the 10 second races take three minutes. And, you know, there, there's some there's some stuff. I mean, the Charger doing a wheelie on the street, that's not impossible, I don't think, with that particular setup. You know, there's there's a lot of math and a lot of science that goes into like street racing or just race cars in general. And for a car to hook up, lift the front end like that on the street is really, really rare. You know, mm. especially in a spot that like has zero track prep, you know, like, so if you go to the track, they the, the tracks are very sticky from all the rubber, but they also use stuff called like track bite or or whatever resin and P1. Yeah, they they use um like stuff to make the road more sticky, get more traction. Mm -hmm. So this is just some random road. The t he didn't do a burnout to heat up the tire. So th this is extremely extremely stretching the truth, but it it get it's not out of the realm of impossibility, but it's also not something you're really going to see. See, I like to call this movie uh, a remake of Point Break because it follows almost the exact same plot as Point Break. Are there some big story differences? Yes, but I mean, listen, if you've ever seen Point Break, you know that Keanu Reeves plays an undercover cop trying to infiltrate a bunch of bank robbers. What are they doing in this movie? Well, Paul Walker plays uh, Brian O'Connor. I, mean, I don't remember what his real name Brian Spilmer. That was his f undercover name. But he is trying to investigate a bunch of hijackings done by street racers. And what are they stealing, Matt? They're stealing uh, <laughs> VCR, DVD combos or building... Phillips, like combo players. Or, or, or the, uh, the CRTs with the, the VHS players in them. Yeah. So... Uh there's actually, again, this is 2001, so I don't even think there was a flat screen TV in this entire movie. No, they put it. They set a price of how much all the stuff that they've been stealing is worth, and I was like, oh, that that doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Although, actually, nowadays with all this stuff, it might actually be more valuable now. VHS players, CRT TVs. I mean, in a, to some people, that is still worth money. Yeah. 
No. Not for what they were risking. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a little over the top. Yeah, um, this but, movie's based actually on a Vibe article, uh, just a magazine article called Racer X about the underground street racing world in you know New York City in the late '90s. But then they took it and spun it into a Los Angeles street racing thing. And if you guys were around in the early 2000s, street racing, huge part of pop culture. Well, that's because of this movie. You think it's because of, you think this movie's the one that started it? You don't think it was like coming up at that time? Well, it, okay, it was, but this shined light on it. Mm. And after Fast and Furious, everyone had Honda Civics and the Nissan 240s, the Sentras. Like, everyone had these, the Eclipse, the Supras. Like, this is what really, really pushed the car culture, at least for me and my immediate world like my group of friends and my school this is you know fast and furious was the best and like between me and my friends we could still we can we quote this movie all the time we can um i could go almost line for line with this movie i've seen it a couple hundred times and i had the biggest shit eating grin on my face watching it last night i had an absolute blast i absolutely love this movie i give this movie five stars because I just get five stars of an enjoyment out of it. I know it's not a five-star film. I know it's not a perfect movie. I know it's arguably not even... A, I think it's a fantastic No, it's a good movie. I think it's a good it's movie. A- but I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm very nostalgic for this movie. I just I love everything about this. Um, I can look past some of the uh, imperfections. And, you know, I just... I absolutely love this. This entire franchise I really love, but... Did you know that Vin Diesel and, Bra- and uh, Paul Walker weren't their first choices? No, I did not know that. Yeah, for Paul Walker, they originally offered the role to Eminem. And he declined because Ugh. he was doing 8 Mile. Thank and, God. And the studio was going to give them more money if they could land Timothy Oliphant from Scream 2, but he didn't want to do it because he did a street racing movie the year before called Gone in 60 Seconds. So he didn't want to do another street racing movie. So somebody said... Ooh, he was in that? Yeah. So he didn't want to do that. So then they said, okay, uh, how about Vin Diesel? And Vin Diesel actually had to be convinced to do this movie. He didn't really? want to do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So. And now he's, he's Mr. Fast and Now he's Mr. Fast and Furious. Meanwhile, you had to twist his arm to get him in this movie. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. He's an actor. So he's like, he's not really playing. He's not really this guy. Right, know? right, right. But I mean, he, he is now. He's perfect for it, though. He is. This is he his thinks sig- he is now. Yeah. He is the signature. <laughs> oh, Vin Diesel truly believes that he's this guy. Yeah, yeah. But no, he's perfect in the lead role. Mm-hmm. And this movie, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, they do. A pr- they're not the greatest actors in the world, but they do a good enough job. Uh, yeah, this is very early in both their careers. They did a pretty good job. This movie also features Ted Levine. He was the lieutenant that he was working with, the balding detective. Okay. Uh, he is Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, wow. oh wait. Was she a great big fat person? He's oh, also wow. in Heat, so big time actor there. So yeah, the cast is rounded out pretty damn good. Michelle Rodriguez, yeah. Jordana Brewster, and as I told you, they both didn't have their licenses before this movie got started. The studio made them get their licenses and taught them how to drive for the last chase scene. That's crazy. Yeah, well, they, they got. I can't ho- imagine. I guess. I guess there's people out there that just don't drive. Yeah, so they both they didn't. The studio made them get them. They gave them driving lessons and everything just for the movie to try and teach them because. I mean, I guess they had to do... Because that's one thing I was noticing. A lot of this stuff was done for real. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of this stuff, like, we're in a world of, like, CGI. 2001, though, I guess it would have like been Like, right hard. in the beginning, the Civics going under the trailers and all that. Yeah. That's all real. I mean, the, the trailers are modified, because if you look at a trailer 
it's impossible for a car to really go under it like that because of all the like the bracing and there's so much stuff under a trail you can't fit like if you look at these trails in the movie they're they're modified to do that yeah so that's movie magic I yeah guess, they but, did a good job i think with all the, the practical effects i thought it looked awesome the only time they ever really use cgi in this movie is like there's some times when they would do some quick shots when the nitrous would go off into the engine and you'd be like okay it looks a little shit but they don't commit to that too much to where it's right, like anything yeah. noticeable that all internal motors yeah stuff. yep mm-hmm. that's the only time they use cgi like they would definitely lean a little bit more on it when they get to too fast too furious but here like everything they're racing these cars wherever the stunt drivers are they're, they're doing that shit because mm-hmm. yeah, We'll get into it because let's dive into the plot. Because if I am correct, this movie opens up with a heist, actually. Not quite. So the movie opens up to a phone call. Okay. To the the, the dock worker, um, who I guess he calls up Dom to tip him off that they just loaded up the real money load <laughs> onto the truck. Uh, as you see right in the beginning, because that's a. It starts like the Universal logo comes up, and then it says the Fast and Furious, and then it pans out to all the Panasonic player stuff in the back of the truck. They close the doors. The the guy with the hard hat has just loaded up the real money load and it's headed your way. Mm-hmm. And then the truck takes off and then it's nighttime and then we see the three Honda Civics. Everyone's wearing um, black. We got the helmets on. We don't know who this are. They're, they're black Honda Civics. They got the green underglow. They pull up to the front of the truck later in the movie we find out i guess we'll do no future spoilers so we get out of the tr- uh the guy pops out of the sunroof he shoots the harpoon into the glass windshield pulls the glass windshield out grabs another second harpoon gun shoots the seat and then he shimmies his way over to the truck he uh takes out the driver and they hijack the truck successful heist yep no uh nothing goes wrong we got the truck we're on our way yep. then we get that really really awesome shot of LA which is kind of sun drenched like like, well first it's nighttime it's kind of like that shot in the Terminator yes where I guess you're right there I guess up at the observatory or whatever I don't know where they took the shot from but you see over the entire city I love that shot and that's one thing I want to say like LA as is like almost like a character in movies it's like well it's like New York I I love seeing I I almost prefer LA on the screen versus New York a movie like this LA looked beautiful because they do a lot of shots like in like I would say like the late afternoon like like just before dinner like and it's like that sun is not quite like setting but it's just setting kind of look so it's nighttime and then they do like a quick time lapse it starts the uh, it's daylight and now we have uh, Paul Walker in a the, red no a red he's in the green eclipse do we open on the eclipse scene are you yes. sure that we don't open with him driving the f-150 nope, not yet so right it, it, the observatory shot well the the la shot pans then it, it's daylight now paul walker's sitting in the eclipse he revs it up and they dumps the clutch and he's doing a high speed run at some sort of stadium it's and, dodger stadium Okay, so he's at some sports stadium, and he's doing a high-speed run. The car tops out about 140. He pulls the e-brake. He spins around just to stop, and he says, "Shit!" <laughs> and you know, you, you understand that scene because he can only get it up to that yeah. one thing without a redlining, right? Yeah, he he he's hitting a top speed that he's not happy with. He, yeah. he needs a faster car to to compete in the street racing biz. Yeah, because it to for him to get into the he has to be good and he wants to beat the best who is Don right. Toretto so then that scene fades to black and then we go to uh, him pulling up in the red dot, uh, Ford Lightning 
to Toretto's, yep, which is the Toretto's, I guess, grocery store or whatever it is. I thought it was like a little like it's like a bodega yeah, type deal. You, you know, can get a sandwich there. Yeah, like, and stuff they like got that. they got uh, food and they got groceries. So he he walks in and then we see Jordana Brewster's character Mia, which is the sister of Dom, who is you see him off in the corner. Well, you see the back of his head. We don't get a face reveal yet. You just get a, a big old bald sweaty head. He's back there. It looks hot in there. You know There's the way no, the lighting in that is. Yeah, that whole room looks just well. Dark. He well, well he walks in through a big garage door. So there's no climate control. Everything is just if it, whatever's outside is inside. So it looks a little hot and stale in there. Jordana Brewster's glistening mm -hmm. and uh. Very noticeable on 4K. Yeah, she's hot too. I, I like Jordana Brewster. Yeah, I agree. So he goes in there and uh, how's it, how we doing, Mia? Tuna, no crust. Well, actually, yes. Uh, so how's, how's the, the tuna, tuna today? today? <laughs> it was shitty today. It's shitty today. It was shitty yesterday. It's, it'd, it'd be shitty tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'll take the tuna. <laughs> tuna, no crust. Yep. He orders his sandwich and then um, he's looking at his magazine. She serves him a sandwich, and then as soon as that plate hits the ground, we hear some cars pulling up. Yep. Then we see, uh, this, that's the gang, the team shows up. So you have, I forget who was leading. I, but you got Vince, Jesse. Yeah, yeah Vince, Jesse, Leon, and Letty, who yep. is Michelle Rodriguez. At um, all those cars, which one do you like the best? I probably like Letty's car, honestly. Letty, see, Letty is the only one I'm not entirely sure. That's the maroon one. Yes. Um, I don't like I Jesse's car at all. The, the Jetta? Yeah, I don't yeah, like no, the Jetta. The Jetta, you can keep the Jetta. I re I would say Leon, the, the Nissan Skyline. I like the Skyline too, but and the problem... And it's also a right-hand drive. Yeah, but the, I like the Skyline in Too Fast, Too Furious more. It's also right Right, that, that's a newer one. This yeah. is an older Skyline. Yes. So they all, all three of them pull up. Um, I think Vince's, the blue car is a Maxima, maybe. I believe it's a Maxima. Everything's all tuner imports in yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know what Letty's is. Uh, yeah, I don't know what hers is. Hers might be a Nissan also. It wasn't a Talon, right? No. Somebody had a Talon in this movie. And yeah, I can't remember. Nobody in, no, none of the cast had a Talon. No, but it, well, there might they, have been a Talon. There I was mean, like 1,500 cars. Paul Walker's cars. green car was an Eclipse, which is the same as a Talon. Yeah, it's just a Mitsubishi version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Talon is Eagle. Yep. Um, yeah, so the gang pulls up, and this is where the first inaccurate thing kind of happened. Well, all right, so Vince gets out of the car, and he goes, talk to me, Jesse, and uh, he says, this isn't working, and then Leon gets out, he's like, he says something about you're unloading in third or something like that, and Jesse's like, you got a nasty hole in your fuel map, and uh, so they're basically talking tuning, like you got in the computer and all that. So they pop the hood, but there's no reason for the hood to be popped if they're talking about tuning. <laughs> um, so, you know, but again, who, whatever. To Most people wouldn't catch that or wouldn't realize. Or no, and I that, think that's so. what they're banking on, too. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. And then uh, Vince spots the red Ford Lightning, grabs, I think, Jesse's head and shows him. He's like, what is this guy, sandwich crazy? And they, he walks in. And they start giving Paul Walker a hard time. Actually, no, they don't. They walk in, they go to talk to Dom. Uh, Letty asks, hey, would you like a drink? He's like, I already got one. <laughs> so he's hot and bothered, I guess. I don't know. He's, he doesn't want to be bothered. They're fucking around with the sunglasses. And Vince sits down to uh, next to Paul Walker's character, um, Brian. Because Vince also has a crush on... Uh, Mia, yep. which is Jordana Brewster. Uh, and he's Brewster's getting jealous character. seeing Paul yeah. Walker uh, moving in on his possibility of a girl. <laughs> yeah, so he's sitting there and uh, he, he compliments Mia, and then Brian, Brian uh, Paul Walker's character sees it, takes out the money, 
pays. All right, Mia, have a nice day. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, Vince doesn't like that. So yeah. he gets up and he starts a confrontation with him. And then they play that awesome song, Watch Your Back. I love that. Yeah. Which was definitely a fucking uh, wrestling theme song at some point. Yeah, so Vince comes and, and pushes him against the car. Brian turns around and hits him with a left. Yeah. You know, more, I mean, I guess he, he's a lefty, but you never see someone swing first with their left, I guess. But anyway, so... It looks to uh, as if Brian has got the upper hand. You know, everyone in there is like, come on, Dom, get out there, because Dom's a big guy. Vin yeah, Diesel. break it up. Like, they're yeah, fighting out up. there. Mia's getting mad that they're yeah. fighting outside. She's like, Dom, will you go out there? And then and he turns around and he goes, what would you put in that sandwich? Yeah. Because Brian's beating up his boy. Yeah. And, he's jo and, they, and then they all scream, and then the, the score gets real loud. Wow. Then they make it, like, real dramatic. They, 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 they watch Vin Diesel, like, storming out of the place, and then he rips them off, and... Throws, uh, throws Well, he throws Brian against the one car. He throws Vince on the ground, I think. And yeah. then he tells Brian, he's like, he's like, uh, they say something. He tells him to get out of there because after he opens up his license, he looks at it and he's like, oh, he gets, Brian Ross Spilmer. Yeah, it sounds like a serial killer. Is that what you are? Is that what you, yeah. And he makes a comment. I don't remember what his comment was. And then he's like, you work for Harry? He's like, yeah, I just started. You were just, just fired. fired. Yeah. yeah. And then this is when we cut to Harry's shop. And well, we see, well, we see, yeah, we cut to Harry's shop. We see uh, Brian pulling up in the Ford Lightning, yeah. and he clips the curb with yeah. the with the front valance of the of the truck. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but they left that in there. You need that. You, you hear him clip it, yeah. and he goes in there, and Harry's stressing because he was just on the phone with Dom. Yeah, he was on the phone with Dom, and he's stressing, and he Harry explain now. Harry is the owner of the uh, the speed shop. Now this is the shop that sells all the parts, and this is the I guess the the local place where everyone gets their their performance parts and works on the cars and all that stuff. So Brian works there. Harry's the owner, and uh, Dom calls him up to he wants to get him out of there. Blah, 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 blah. So now Harry's all bent out of shape because Brian's messing with his best customer and. He explains to them whenever Dom races, kids pour in there and they want every part he's got and he makes a ton of money off of him. And so it's a good situation Harry's got and he's just, he's not happy that Brian's pissing off his number one customer. Don't forget, you're my number one customer. But as we know, Harry has no choice because Harry would be facing three to five years if he doesn't cooperate. Well, no future spoilers. Well, I guess no future spoilers, but there is a reasoning for him being there. Yes, which I actually just caught for the first time last night. You didn't know that? I knew that immediately. But no. Why would this guy just be helping out Brian? Like, you know, he well, I didn't know he knew either. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I didn't know he knew Brian. I thought they placed Brian. So I, thought, I thought that was all uh, real. Brian looks to be staying at, because we never see Brian's house. He, he's, he sleeps at the shop. Yeah. And uh, so he immediately says, hey, my car topped out at 140 today. I need NAS. And I need to buy tonight. Yep. And Nitrous the, oxide. Yep. Nice. Direct big. port injection. That was a big deal. Also, in the early 2000s, especially if you played Need for Speed Underground 1 and 2. And then, of course, Most Wanted right after that. Nitrous is not like how, how they is depicted in movies and... and video games you mean it's not like a fail safe like oh i'm behind you because at least when they bring up a lot how much like it's like oh you you too early and then fucking get it i've right been there. in one car with nitrous and it's nothing like that no no it was also uh it was a honda an acura integra so it it wasn't like the fastest thing ever but again it's nowhere near how a movie you don't get the tunnel or, yeah. or that crazy boost or any of that. It, it's not like that. That's just for the movie to sell yeah. what Nas can do? Yeah. Like, 
you, you'll feel it a little bit, but it's not anything like that. That's just over-exaggerated for the movie. Right, yeah. So, Is this when we come to the race scene at night? So he, he says we need the NOS. They, they zoom in on the NOS bottle, and then boom, the sun goes down, and then we see them all gathering at those warehouses. Mm-hmm. And that is the first kind of glimpse of the street scene. Um, we see Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of Ja in this movie. A lot of Ja, a couple who's songs. That, who's uh, the other guy? Heck, the guy who plays Hector? Yeah. I looked him up last night. That guy is most known for playing a character named Hector in numerous movies. Like, he's just in a bunch of stuff playing like, yeah. a very similar role to that. They said he gets, he's yeah, very I've typecast. Yeah, I've seen him. Which before. I was looking at his filmography. He's still acts. He just I must, think he was in Training Day, too. He's also in Bruce Almighty. Yep, okay. he is in Training Day. He yes. was one of the ones playing cards around the table, right? Yeah. He just yeah. has no problem playing like a bug or like yeah. Any Spanish character in any movie. I guess he doesn't mind being typecast because he's still acting, but you know, yeah. he seems like he's he's been around. I guess he just he gets work, but he could probably do more. Um, so we are at the first street race event. Um, Brian pulls up in his green Eclipse. He and he he's standing by the car, and then right. So Hector's there. He starts talking to him, and he goes, uh, "What I think they call?" He's like, "Look at this white boy or Snowflake or I forget what he calls him." And uh, he starts asking about the car, and they start bullshitting, and then Ja Rule pulls up, or walks up, and he starts talking some shit, and then all of a sudden it all gets interrupted by Dom and the crew show up. And yeah, Dom, the big boys. Yeah, Dom's it, and now we see Dom's race car for the first time. It's the RX-7, Yeah, which is pretty cool. That, that That's a good choice. I like his car. I like the RX-7 as well. You know, those have the rotary motors. Those can, You can rev the piss out of those things. Really? Yeah, that's... you. They're fat. That's why... That's why he has it? Yeah, they're Dom. Fat. Yeah, they're fast cars. That's like the Supras. Uh, I like a good Supra. Well, the Supra, different motors, but again, a very fast car. He's got his RX-7. He pulls up, and then he says... And he's kind of the leader of the, the street scene, Dom. Yeah, he's so the big guy in town. We start talking to uh, Hector and... Yeah, I believe just Hector. He's like, all right, this is the race we're going to do. It's a two grand buy-in. Who's racing? Ja Rule's racing. The other guy who's just in this one race. Uh, I don't remember. He's one of the guys, uh, part of the crew, that the other crew of guys, though, right? No, Johnny Tran's crew? No, no he's not part of the Johnny Tran train team? No, he's just a random bystander. Him and Ja Rule, I don't know where. Yeah, Ja Rule doesn't pop up again. Yeah. Ja Rule must have just had a sweet deal for this movie because he's got like two or three songs in it and he has a part, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. so they all they all throw in their two grand, and then Brian gets in, and he goes, I don't have two grand, but I got the pink slip to my car, which is basically the title. Yeah. So he's putting up his car as his wager. And uh, so he pops his hood, and it's all chromed out, every aftermarket part, all different color. I, a little overdone, in my opinion. Um, well, he was a cop, so it's like somebody else put this car together for him. Right, yeah. He has, like, some basic knowledge, but he's still learning, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, yeah. So, well, in real life, Paul Walker is a car enthusiast. Yeah, he's the only one of the actual main cast. Uh, Vin Diesel's more of a Dungeons and Dragons enthusiast. Which is crazy. Yeah. So, anyway, we are going over Brian's um, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Then they say, all right, you're in. We pull up to the starting line. Everyone pulls up. Brian uh, just misses the line. Now, I don't know if that's them trying to show him that he's a rookie or that he's putting on an act and he's hustling them i'm not sure what i always took it as the rookie thing inexperience that's what i do too but he's actually just a really good driver because minutes later yeah he's the one to almost win he's well not even that after the cops come and and he's doing the 
That's true. You know, so I don't know. If, I feel like they placed him undercover in this division because he knows how to drive a car. Right. So I don't know if that was him trying to hustle them or the rookie thing. I'm not entirely sure why he crosses the line and misses the line. Anyway, that's what happens. He backs up. They drop the flag. And we're off to the races. Great race scene here. It is a great race scene. And this is my second issue with the movie. Now, they don't specify if it's a quarter mile race. He lives his life one quarter mile at a time. Right, because they bring that up a lot. So now, because generally with the races, they are quarter mile races. That's generally how a drag race works. I don't, they never specified that. And I, I don't know, because if that if that was supposed to be a quarter mile race, then that, that's insane that it takes like, it's like a three or four minute scene when it should be a nine second race. Now I understand you got to show the perspectives of everybody, but still, if it was just like a, a mile or two race, then that would make a little bit more sense. Yep. So I'm not entirely sure where... Uh... And one thing we should note at the beginning of the scene, which I thought I noted last night, but Matt told me the actor who played this, the Pizza Hut guy pulls up and he's like pissed off and he's like, damn, street race is horrible acting. Oh, yeah. Street racer. Damn. Oh, yeah, it's the director and, of the movie. And that's the director Matt told me today, yep. Rob Cohen. And I was like, really? Well, yeah, they it's couldn't... good thing he directs actors because he can't act. Yeah, <laughs> I re- yeah, I remember watching a special feature or something on the DVD back in the day because, again, I used to watch special features, and this is one of my favorite movies ever, so I was watching the special features. And I remember hearing the director say, yeah, um, we couldn't get anybody for that, so I ended up just doing it myself or something like that. I don't remember what it was. But, yeah, the Pizza Hut guy that he says, road closed, pizza boy, find another way home. <laughs> and uh, me and my friends use that one a lot, too, actually. Really? That's another one for you guys? Yeah. It's funny because we'll get to it in a second. Keep going. So, yep, we're off to the races. We're racing. And uh, right before the race, everyone's turning on their nitrous bottle. Uh, Vin Diesel's got the sneaky Pete under the seat. He turns on his. The one guy's just playing Gran Turismo in the car. Yeah. Ja Rule has got his hand on a tit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he so, said that he's going to win it for her. Yeah. So <laughs> we're off to the races. And then uh, Ja Rule gets left in the dust. Yeah. And he says the name of the girl who. Monica! Like... <laughs> yeah. So that happens. Um, and it really comes down to just Paul Walker and, uh, and Vin, Diesel. Vin Diesel's character. Paul Walker sprays his nitrous. He looks at his screen and it says, Danger to Manifold. I'm assuming they're talking the intake manifold because we're, you know, it's direct port injection. But who knows? I'm not entirely sure. And then just that plate, all the bolts falling from nowhere and that one plate falls off. That's not the manifold, okay? <laughs> the manifold is in the motor. This was just a random plate. In the I was wondering that while I'm watching. Like, what does this have to do with the actual part? Zero. <laughs> I, like, I had, so that made no sense. I'm guessing that's just a visual thing. Like, oh, the car is going to explode, so let's show the car, like, literally breaking. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why there was a hole in the floor pan of the car anyway, and it maybe had rot, and they just replaced it with a piece of diamond plate. I'm not sure. But just a, a nice square of diamond plate from nowhere just falls off. Anyway, he blows up, he basically blows up the car. He's way too much nitrous, and uh, the motor doesn't like it. He spins out, Dom wins the race. Then uh, everyone pulls up, they pop the hood, it's smoking because he just did some damage to the motor. Now, me and the mad scientist got to rip apart the block and replace the piston rings you fried. I've heard you say this a million times. Yeah. <laughs> so, ask any racer, any real street racer doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile winning's winning and he does that thing and everyone agrees because brian's like i almost had you which you did he was ahead of him for a couple seconds but again it doesn't matter he did not win in the end 
Then we get uh, Leon warns everybody that uh, he hears cops over the scanners, so everyone scatters, and there is hundreds of cars going every which way, and uh, so Dom stashes his car in a... Parking garage. And also, Brian gets right back in that Civic that was just... Uh, Civic, the Mitsubishi was just blown up. And drives it fine. I was wondering and if that's because fine. he wasn't flooring it, but... No, but he was he was driving the shit out of it. After. He was, and he sees Dom. And actually, I like this scene a lot because uh, seeing the old cop cars, it reminds yes, me of like... Yes, the old cop the cars. The old LA really cop cool. cars, yeah, so... So yeah, Dom hides his in a... Uh, in a some parking garage and he's walking down the street and a cop spots him and notices him and also so the cop turns around and starts coming near him dom runs down this alley and then if you look way in the distance you see headlights which is we later find out is the eclipse but how did the cop not make it into that alley before because and did he I, know he was looking for Toretto? I love how he's like, Toretto, like how many people know Dom Toretto? Apparently he's only been arrested once. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe the cop just yeah, I just stopped. I, I don't know because there's no way Brian should have made it there first. Anyway, Brian pulls up in the, the eclipse. Dom jumps in and he gets, uh, we get a little chase here. So he's zigzagging around the cops and he's drifting around corners and we get some really cool driving scenes. In the midst of all of this confusion and driving and getting away, getting away from the cops, we end up in uh, Johnny Tran's territory. Yep. He's in the wrong territory. So now a couple bikes pull up to the cars and Vin Diesel, Dom goes, shit. Paul Walker's like, what? What, what? What's going on? He's like, oh, it's going to be a long night. That's what. Yeah. And uh, so they pull him over to some Chinese restaurant. They they say, well, what are you doing here? And, and uh, Dom's like, oh, it's my new mechanic. We got lost. Sorry. And Brian's still trying to figure out what's going on. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know who these people are. Apparently, there's some sort of an agreement that we later find out that uh, Dom is not supposed to be in his area and Johnny Tran doesn't go in his area. I guess they have certain turfs uh, around town i'm not entirely sure what the the borders look like but that's uh kind of the picture they paint but right before they leave dom and and brian alone they they look like they leave they're about to get back in the car and then two of the bikes come back and shoot up the car the car goes on fire vin diesel screams nas yep which is combustible so it uh it blows up Car blows up. Love uh, the green fire too. Yes. That, well, that's that's some sort of accelerant they put on it. Yeah. It, well, that's because the the higher the heat, the color changes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what they use to make it burn like that, but I think that was supposed to illustrate the NOS. Exploring. Could be. Yeah. So. so pretty good job there. I, I like that. So now the car is blown up, and they are forced to walk home. But they get a cab, and uh, we get some backstory that I think Dom slept with his sister and a business deal gone wrong or something like that and so that's where uh the uh the animosity comes from i was from. gonna use that word but i wasn't sure if if that was right no that's right animosity you know a little bit of uh it drove a wrench in their relationship right yeah so yeah. so we have uh we have an enemy now yep we got a cab back to toretto's house dom's house and there's a big old party there yep. offers him a beer well well Dom starts walking up the step as Brian starts walking away, and then he looks in. He's like, oh, we have a party going on. You know what? The buster just brought me back. Why don't you come in and have a beer? Mm. Comes in, and then uh, the whole crew sees that Dom walks in, and everyone's like, oh, shit, Dom's here. We were just about to go look for you. And 
you know, they're all got their tails between their, their legs. And, <clears throat> and then uh, Brian walks in and he's like, oh, why'd you bring the buster back? And he goes, because the buster kept me out of handcuffs. The buster brought me back. Now this kind of starts where Dom starts kind of looking out and befriending um, Paul Walker's character. Yep. And he get, brings him the garage and he brings him the beer and he's like, you can have anything you want. As long as it's a garage. Yeah, and he takes the beer from Vince and he's like, that's Vince's beer, so enjoy it. <sighs> he wipes it off, takes a swig right in front of him, stares him down. And yeah, Paul uh, Walker's got some balls, I'll tell yeah, you that. And uh, Vince just does not like that. Do you like the Vince character? Like, I feel like he's such an over-the-top dick for most he of the He is a dick. Until the end. And then, yeah. you know, and then they, they kind of give him an arc later. Yep, so we get, uh, so now we're in the house, and now Michelle Rodriguez gets up. She goes, you look tired, why don't you give me a massage? So she takes Dom upstairs, but right before we go upstairs, Dom goes to, to Brian, you know you still owe me a 10-second car, right? And then he laughs and walks up the stairs. So now, we're, now Brian's left alone with everyone in the party and the team, the boys. And now they start hassling Brian. Well, actually, no, he went to the bathroom. When he came back from the bathroom, Dom was already upstairs. And now they start hassling. Vince is like, you wipe the seat? Uh-huh. Jordana Brewster's character, Mia, comes in right away and breaks him up. And she goes and has a drink with Brian. And they start bullshitting. And then she takes him home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next morning after he gets arrested, and this is when we find out that he well, is... he wasn't arrested. Well, he's fake arrested, remember? They, they, Ted Levine and his partner, they put him in handcuffs to, like, step out of they the vehicle. Pull, yeah, they pull, pull him, him over. over. Put him in handcuffs because he's complaining. He's driving and, the Ford Lightning. Yeah. And then he's, when they get back to the house, they're like, geez, you know, take these off of me. You put them on so tight. He's like, I go for realism. Yeah. yeah and then they walk into this awesome house, which apparently they just confiscated, and they're using it as, like, their base. And he yep. says... Uh, even in Hollywood, the cops are Hollywood. So. Yeah, and then one, and then the chief calls Brian officer, and then we find out that he is in fact an undercover officer. Mm-hmm. This is a big difference between Point Break and this. Like, they're both undercover cops, but we know Keanu's an undercover cop from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. yeah. This is we didn't know this at all yet. Yeah, this we're is, we just think he's in. an experienced uh, driver. Now we know that uh, he's running a game. Yeah, we're he's... twenty minutes in or so, and then we finally find out. Yeah. And he like basically says like uh, you know I need something. The chief tells him he's like I need something. Like you have to close this. Like we know it revolves around Toretto. He gives him the breakdown of the money, and then they're walking out, and he's like you know he's a little upset, aggravated. Like oh, I gotta get something, I guess. And then he's like Lieutenant, I need another car. And then yeah. this leads us into like yeah. The next pre- scene we see the uh, the the big old big block Chevy square body. Well, not a square body. It's just an, a, an older Chevy flatbed backing in. And then we see what's on the trailer is the holy grail to some people, and that's a Toyota Supra. Yeah, Toyota Supra's an awesome car. Very awesome car. Very expensive car, and can be very, very fast. Supras were, like, very ahead of their time. So the Supra pulls up on the, on the bed of the truck to Dom's garage, and uh, they're all like, what is this? And he goes, this is your car. He's like, my car? I said you owe me a 10-second car, not a 10-minute car. <laughs> and then they, he's like, what, no faith? And then they look at it. They finally get it on the ground. They pop the hood. And what's under the hood? Yeah. A nice fucking engine is what it is. A 2JZ. Well, I couldn't no tell you shit. what that was. <laughs> I just know it's, a, it's supposed to be nice based on the reveal. A 2JZ. That, that, that's a super motor. They're very, very fast. So we have the Supra, and, and this is where we get that scene. This will decimate all after you put about $15,000 or more and some overnight parts from Japan. So we get uh, Vin Diesel walks by 
and they're all working on cars, but he's in a immaculately white wife beater with not an ounce of grease on his hands or anything. <laughs> but it looks like he was all sweaty, he had a wrench in his hand, so he walked on the set and they glistened him up and they're like, yeah. they grab that wrench and then yeah. action. <laughs> yeah, the only one, uh, Michelle Rodriguez's shirt was all covered in grease, but again, she was clean. Only her shirt was dirty. So, I mean, generally mechanics are going to be dirty halfway up their arm and maybe their shirt. I yeah. guess they, they spiced it up for the movie, but none of their hands they were dirty. They wanted them which all really crazy. to look attractive. In yeah, but none of, the, none of their hands were dirty, which is crazy. But uh, anyway, Dom goes, All right, Mr. Arizona, uh, if, when you're not working in Harry's, you're working here. And uh, Mia walks by, he goes, He owns you now. And then we get this, the next scene, we see um, the, the red Ford Lightning with parts stacked up past the roof, being escorted by all the other cars. They get all the overnight parts from Japan or from Harry's or whatever. All the parts to rebuild the Supra, they bring it back to the shop. And then we get a montage of them pretty much rebuilding the car. So At some get... point here too, also Jesse sits down and he's taking him through like all the computer stuff. And he probably says, like, oh, you should be on MIT. Yeah. He's like, MIT? He's like, I got that uh, ADD. Like, you Attention in deficit. Yeah. Yes, that shit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I was kind of the same way. I guess I, I fucking hated school. I was no good at it. I had ADD as well. The barbecue is in here at some point. You're right. And the barbecue, the food looks fucking delicious. Right. So I don't know if we, we get the parts from Harry's with the with the parts These up to the roof. These two scenes are back to back, though. Because they are. They... Or Brian pulls up to the... They're having a cookout. And, well, actually, the crew pulls up and they see Brian up there helping Mia or whatever with, with the food. And Vince gets all bent out of shape and pissed. And he takes off, and then they finally comes back as they're all sitting there, and they have uh, they have what chicken I think, it's barbecue chicken it was or whatever. Good, I think. Yeah, so they had a nice cookout, and then after dinner they watched they were watching Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, Vince comes in to try to make some popcorn as Brian's helping Mia with the dishes. Can't figure out the microwave, and then he says, "Oh, wash my car when you're done." And he was talking to Brian, and. Uh, so Mia was sick of the shit, and so she said, you know what? Hey, what's that place you wanted to take me to, that Cuban restaurant or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, he, he tells her, and then, and then she turns down to Brian, and she's like, well, you could take me there, just as like a big fuck you to Vince, because she's tired of him Being busting his balls. So they have the date set up. Now we're back at the shop. We're working on the Supra. Uh, Dom's putting in the intercooler. Brian's over there talking to Dom, and Dom's like, oh, what do you have planned? He's like, oh, we're going out to dinner. He goes, if you break her heart, I'll break your neck. And he's like, no, that's not going to happen. And then he goes, I want to show you something. And then he takes him back to the house, and he shows him the, the charger. charger. The 69 Dodge Charger. His father's charger. With the big old fucking blower sticking out of the hood. There's not even a hood on the thing, I don't think. Actually, yes, there is. Yeah, this uh, this fucking car is a monster. Yeah, I love the Dodge Charger. That, between that and the General Lee, I, I love Dodge Chargers. Dodge Chargers are great. This Dodge Charger and specifically is great. He tells him the whole story about the tragic death of his father who mm -hmm. died in a racing accident. He was there. He saw his father burn to death, and he brings up the fact that, you know, I heard him screaming, and then they told me that he died on impact. It was me screaming. Right. And because of the guy who clipped his bumper, he saw him a week later, and he said he blacked out and beat the shit out of him with a wrench. And At the track somewhere, yeah. Yep, he got banned for life, sent to prison, and, you know, made one big crucial mistake in his life, essentially. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it was out of emotion, you know, to make Vin Diesel not appear to be the villain character, to try right. and 
let him operate in that gray area of like, I, he, uh, he fucked up, but he's a good person at heart. He was doing it for the right reasons, just misguided kind of mm -hmm. reasons. So, yeah, they show him that. And what do they go after the, uh, after the garage, after that whole scene with the Charger? Brian O'Connor broke into the trans, their shop, and looked at the motors that they have in there to see if all the stuff that they had any Because he's doing his detective yeah, work. Yeah, he's doing his, cop his police work. work. But and, uh, so he was looking at uh, Hector's stuff, because Hector came into Harry's while he was working and ordered three T66 turbos, some fuel system, and a Motec exhaust system for three Honda Civics, and those are the cars that uh, are reported. Yeah. So he was like, oh, shit, that's, that's a red flag. Yeah. So he's uh, at some night scene somewhere in part of town. He goes to Hector's garage, and he's looking at all his shit. And as he's coming out of the garage, Vince and Dom find him. They hit him with the shotgun in the back of the head, knock him out, and they said, what are you doing? They start interrogating him. They ask if he's a cop. He gets away with convincing him he's not. And then he said, look, I can't lose again. I'm just seeing what kind of what kind of cars they're running because we got to make sure I win. I can't lose again. And Dom's like, oh, so you're just going to go around and look at everyone's shit? And he goes, yeah. So they believe him. They bought it. And then they said, all right, let's take a ride. They go over to Johnny Trans, and all three of them break into Johnny Trans' warehouse, which this scene I still do not understand. What don't you understand about this scene? So they break into Johnny Trans, uh, and they look. There's no motors in the cars, and Dom's like, what are they, gonna, what are they racing with, hopes and dreams? And uh, then the lights come on, and they go hide because Johnny Tran pulls up the, with their bikes, and then they pull... I don't know who that guy is. I don't know either. The white guy that they put the oil in his mouth? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I guess it's, That's what I'm saying. This yeah. I still don't understand the scene. Why are... So they are basically have a hostage, and they're saying, where's our motors, Ted? And uh, they, he says, in the warehouse. And they, they start putting oil in his mouth, and then pumping oil in his mouth, and they beat him up a little, they rough him up. And I still don't understand that scene. Like, well, I'm going to guess There's no backstory in that. Yeah, it's just maybe it's a deleted scene in there or something. Like, maybe it's something to do with them, that somebody is stealing their motors and, like, it has nothing to do with anyone else. It's just only related to the trans crew. Because they don't ever circle back to that either. And no. Nothing. And, and they I, have motors when they get to Race Wars, no problem. They don't even bring it back up. Yeah, but while he is in uh, Johnny Tran's warehouse while they're looking at the cars Brian notices some DVD players in a pile in the corner yes so he's like oh fuck here's the DVD players uh, I don't think he made a connection with cars but he reported that I think later that night he's in bed with Mia and he gets a phone call and they say we're moving on Johnny Tran if you agree say yes and he just says yes so the next scene, I guess the next morning or whatever, they, or it was the next evening, I guess, because they were sitting down for dinner, they, uh, the SWAT team busts into Johnny Tran's house. And actually, the, the, and they're going back and forth between that and them in the shop working on the Supra. Yes. And that's where uh, you get that spicy scene with Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez, and she's taking off his shirt. I know. <laughs> and you want, because Vin Diesel's the star, man. Yeah. This guy looks fucking ripped in this movie, I have to say. There's so many scenes of his arms and his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's on the mountaintop there. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we get that stuff in the garage, and then we get the SWAT team getting ready to break into Johnny Tran's house. They uh, they think it's Johnny Tran because he sees the, the DVD players there. He's got the bad behavior, that, so they think that it could be him. You know what I'm talking about? What's the... Like he has got previous arrests? Like I guess. I don't know. 
But uh, so they, they, we think it's Johnny Tran. Um, so we bust in, and then all they get is a couple lousy speeding tickets and some, I guess, what, I think it was like weapon permits yeah, or something like that. Yeah, probably weapons charges, I'm sure. Yeah, so nothing crazy. This isn't the guy they were looking for. Brian's back at the police headquarters at the base, and they... He gets give the him an ultimatum, they, Well, they give him the information that those DVD players were purchased uh, legally, so it's not Johnny Tran. He was let go, and he kind of just has to accept the fact that it is Dom the whole time, and he didn't want to because he's becoming friends with Dom. He's in love with his sister, and he's just starting to become one of the family, and he doesn't really want to believe that it is Dom. It's a little heartbroken. Yeah, a little heartbroken, a little uh, unsure on what to do. So anyway, the chief gives him 36 hours to crack the case. Oh yeah, and then he's like, look, the, these truckers are starting to arm themselves. Uh, we have to crack this case now. We can't have any more hijacking. Oh, so now after that, the Supra's finished. We go on a little uh, joyride in the Supra to get some shrimp. On mm -hmm. the way, we race a Ferrari. What's the retail on one of those? More than you can afford. I love that. That this is the meme where Ferrari, you Ferrari. Yeah. This is the meme with the sunglasses. That I'm sitting in the car that you've seen a million times. Yeah. Which uh, that Ferrari is nice too, though. It is nice. I like the '80s body style on that. But that Super probably legit is faster than that Ferrari. Which I was surprised, and then you know that's when Vin turned to him. He's like, sure, beat him or something. Smoke him. Smoke him. Yep. So we race the Ferrari in a cool little race scene down by the beach. Then we stop, and now we're having a shrimp lunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now Brian is, you know, he's pressed for time. He's got 36 hours. He's starting to get a little aggressive, and he says, look, I, I'm not an idiot. I know you're not paying for what's under the hood of all these cars selling groceries and doing tune-ups. Uh, whatever you got on the side, I want in. Dom is like, he's, he's like not sure what to say to it, and he said, you know what? Here's the directions to race wars. We'll see how you do there, and then we'll talk. Yeah, so I think the next scene might be finally race wars, what this has all been really building up to. Yep. So they, now, they filmed this at the San Bernardino airport, I believe, and uh, yeah, they just got a bunch of extras to bring their own cars out so yes. that they could shoot this, which very is awesome. Cool. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. Which, this was my question. Now, is this a legal event? Is a legal that, event? Yes. It has to be. Right? Okay. Why wouldn't it be? Well, I don't know, because it's, you know, most of the movie, all the races, they're doing all Oh, illegal. no, this is, yeah, this was a legal event. Okay, because I saw security, I saw them putting the numbers on the car. Yes, yes. So I wasn't sure if, like, the, uh... So no, this, this was a, a legit event where it was a closed course and all that, yeah, yep. And this is when you find out that Jesse is really stupid. So, on ourselves the following day, Dom and Brian attend race wars, that just, all right. Yep, so everyone comes into race wars, and I think the only way in is you have to race in. So there's, it's just races all day, drag races all day. Michelle Rodriguez, she wins her race against wins the, too large. the guy in the... I, I think that was also an RX-7, the white It was car. an RX-7. Yep. Uh, again, I still don't know what the hell her, her maroon car is. It might be a Maxima again, too. I'm not sure. Those sunglasses that she had on, too. She's hot. Yeah, yeah. they work for her. Yeah. Um, so she wins her race, and then... We see Paul Walker looking for somebody, and then Jesse comes blowing out of the trailer with the pink slips to the Jetta, and he ends up racing some fool in an S2000 Yeah. when it's really Johnny Tran. Yep, he doesn't even realize. And an S2K is... That's a nice car. They're, like, they're still no joke against a Volkswagen Jetta. Like, that big mistake there. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't a... 
So he's the smartest betting. thing he's done. First of all, it's not even his car; it's his father's car, who sounds like he was in jail. So he freaking basically gambled it all. And when he loses, he's so upset he just takes off. Yeah. So he he throws up the pink slip for the car. Johnny Tran beats him, so he just lost the car. And instead of turning around, he takes off and he leaves race wars. Johnny Tran pulls up to where Dom and the crew is hanging out, and he goes, uh, "Go fetch my car." And he, and he goes, look, we ain't on your block anymore. You better watch your mouth. Now get out of here. And, I, and he goes, where is he going? He's like, oh, he just went to the car wash. And then uh, as he shoes him away, he's like, Toretto, SWAT busted into my house and accused me of doing this. Someone snitched on me. And he said, you know what? It was you. And then Dom fucking freaks out. He starts beating the shit out of him. Security rip him apart. And he's like, I never knocked on nobody. SWAT came into my house disrespected my whole family because somebody it fades one thing about this the actor playing johnny trance i was with him the whole movie i thought he was doing a good job that monologue was atrocious of him really <laughs> yeah I, I was like i was like you know maybe another couple takes could have fixed that because that was awful <laughs> <laughs> okay the security guards break up the fight. Nighttime falls, and now it's just a big party. The races are stopped. Now it's a rave. It's a party. Everyone's hanging out, having a great time. But then we pan over, and we see Mia, Dom's sister, crying as she's arguing with Dom and the crew as they're trying to leave. So Brian sees that from a fall. Like, I've actually, he was in the trailer looking for him, and he sees it out the window. And then he goes up to me. He's like, why is Dom running away in the middle of the night? He's implying that uh, she's going to steal, he's going to steal uh, or hijack the trucks. And then he finally blows his cover with Mia. He's like, look, Mia, I'm a cop. Yep. We have to go save Dom. Uh, these the truckers, truckers are armed. Yeah, they're armed. They're not laying down. If you don't want anything to happen to any of them. Yeah, I thought she did a real 180 real fast on this. Like, I mean, like, I get it. Like, she kind of did a little pushback. Like, oh, what the fuck? But I feel like she kind of got on board with him. But I guess she loves her brother and she doesn't want to see him die. But yeah. he said he'd rather die than go back to jail. So I don't know what the uh, right. alternative to this was. So I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what the end goal was for any of them. But um, so now we, we jump in the Supra and we are off to go find where... They are heading where they have the the cars, the the Civic stashed, and where where they're going to be jacking this truck. So Brian's on the horn, and he gets a cell phone trace on Dom's uh, cell phone, and then we pan over, and we're at the Civics where they're all get, getting in the Civics, and they're like, oh, this doesn't feel right without Jesse. Um, we shouldn't be doing this without Jesse. Ba 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 ba. And they said, look, we'll get this one job, this one last job done, and then we're all taking a long vacation. So the cars pull up to the the final truck as Brian and Mia are still somewhere else in the middle of the night trying to find them. Trying to get to them where yep. they are. Yeah, I don't know how they closed so much distance. On, uh, Pretty fast, because yeah. they call right up. Well, no, they didn't. No, I'm saying I don't know how Dom and them got so far away from Brian and Mia because they left momentarily after them. Oh, I guess you're right. All so, right. I was thinking unless they, they just I, went this, in different directions, maybe I'm not sure. I just thought it was pretty crazy the way they got together after a while. I was like, ah, I feel like there should have been more of a gap, but understandable. It's a movie. I, I shouldn't think there should have been way less of a gap. Uh, okay. We're in the civics, and I uh, said, "All right, it's time. Let's go." So now we find out that Vince is the guy that pops through the sunroof, pulls out the glass, shoots the seat, and heads over to the truck. But as soon as he gets onto the truck. The driver pulls out a shotgun and starts firing. Now, have you ever seen the movie Joyride that Paul Walker stars in? No. Well, it's a movie about a killer trucker. 
and oh, you okay. actually don't see him, but you hear him. But so the way they were shooting this, you never see the trucker's face. Sometimes you can see it a little blurred out, but mostly yeah. we see him loading the shotgun right. and everything. We only see it from his hands perspective. So right. very similar to the movie Joyride, where it also featured Paul Walker. So interesting. Thought that was funny. Our on the 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 semi truck as Vince is hanging on getting shot at and he's getting now he's caught up in the wire he's tangled in the wire Brutal. now they're all now all right screw the plan let's just get Vince off this truck and get the hell out of here and uh now the trucker he starts fighting back he's hitting the cars running them off the road shooting them and uh the car he flips one car the other car he blows the radiator out of it or, or the motor or whatever so we have one car left. Yeah, Letty flips over. Dom tells Leon to turn around, go get Letty. And then his car blows up from uh, the shotgun. It overheats and he can't drive no more. So now he's stuck. Now the truck's pretty much lost in Dom's eyes. But then we see the orange super blow by. Mm-hmm. So now he gets over there. He pops the target top off out of the car. He, ju- he jumps up. M- Mia grabbed the wheel, hit the gas. And now Brian's standing on the door ready to jump. He jumps right onto the truck. He gets uh, Vince off the truck as the the truck is still shooting at them, but uh, he successfully gets him untangled and Mia gets closer in the, in the super. We throw Vince onto the Vince super. has been shot at this point also, yeah, so he, he's pretty messed up. Yeah, Vince gets shot and he's got lacerations on his arm. So we get Vince onto the Supra. Uh, Brian jumps off the Supra, uh, jumps off the truck onto the Supra. The Supra spins out. The truck takes off and never to be heard from again. Yep, that's it. The truck just got away. I guess yeah. he's not going to call the cops. Truck gets away, yeah. <laughs> so now uh, <clears throat> now we fade over to... Vince and well, they go over and they meet Lydia and... Well, uh, well Letty and, and Leon and Dom pull up in the other Civic and they're a couple feet away from the car out in the field and they're trying to stop the bleeding on Vince. He's like, Dom, hold here. Bah, 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 bah. If we don't get him an ambulance in 10 minutes, he's going to die. And then he pulls out the phone and he's fucking terrified. And he's like, this is Officer Brian but- O'Connor. And then you just see the rage building in Vin Diesel's character. Oh, he wants to kill him. And then he's like, we need an ambulance. We need air support. Bah, 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 bah. And then he's going into shock. And then it's, and then Vince, uh, Vin Diesel snaps out of it. Helicopter lands. They're loading Vince into the thing. Dom and, and Mia, they, they're getting back in the car, and he says, all right, let's go. We got to go, and then Brian just stares at him, and Mia's not sure. She's looking back at Brian. She's looking back at her brother, looking back at Brian, and then eventually she goes with her brother. Yeah, so now we're back at we're back at Toretto's house, at Dom's yeah. house, Dom and Mia's house. Well, isn't there a chase with the, the trans guys? Because yes. they follow him there, and then this is where the scene happens. No, it Jess- starts at the house. Okay, it starts at the house. Yeah, so we, we start at the house. We uh we see Brian pull up in the in the Supra. Then he draws his gun because Dom's got a shotgun. And he's like, Dom, put the gun down, and then stop running. He's like, I'm not running. I gotta find Jesse. I'm all he has. And then they're arguing. He's like, Come on, Brian, move the car. I don't want a problem with you. Just move the car. Then Jesse pulls up. He goes, What's going on, Jesse? Like, what are you doing? Where you been? We've been worried about you. And then. We get uh, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel's characters have like Spidey vision or Spidey senses. They hear the they hear the, the the motorcycles coming from down the block. Johnny Tran and his cousin Lance they come by Dom's house and they shoot. They do a drive-by shoot up with the with their guns and they end up killing Jesse. Uh, R.I.P. So now Brian takes Chase in the Supra and then Dom gets in that fucking Charger. This is we've been building up to yeah. the big Charger. Yeah. So now we got the Chargers in play. 
Brian's in the the Supra, which we get to chase around the, I guess the the Hollywood Hills or whatever area they're in. Bunch of hills and dirt and all that. Uh, really cool area. Awesome scene. Love the jumping of the Supra. Cool, yeah, cool chase scene. Yeah. So we get the chase scene. We end up killing both Johnny Tran. Actually, I don't know if the other guy died. I know the one Johnny Tran gets killed. He was the one in black. Lance was on the red bike. I'm not sure if he just got thrown down the hill. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, we if didn't he's actually act- see him die. He got he's yeah. definitely fucked up. I'm not sure if he's dead, but Johnny Tran for sure is dead because he gets shot and falls off the bike. Yeah. And then, uh, all right, call 911. We see Dom at the top. Well, you hear the charger, and then you see him do a, a like a a 180 up in the intersection and then he revs it up and takes off brian jumps into the supra chases dom they pull up to a red light and vin and uh, vin diesel's character goes i used to race back here in high school from here until that railroad crossing is exactly one quarter mile on green i'm going for it because he's never raced the charger he wants to get his best time in on the charger because mm-hmm. like he thinks maybe this is his last chance mm-hmm. so again just like point break with the uh wave yeah same ending yeah so he's like i'm green i'm going for it so it's green this is where we get the wheelie yeah on the charger now again i'm not saying it's impossible but there was no burnout there was no track prep it wasn't the fattest of tires so you know he wasn't on slicks or any of that so the odds of him doing a wheelie like that are very, very unlikely. It's probably pretty fake. Well, it's 100% fake, actually. But I'm saying if in believability, not really. That's probably yeah. not. Well, they happen. shot these separately. So these guys were never racing. No, I, I know they, that. But I'm yeah. saying that yeah. like the, the, if the, you took that car and went to that and just did that, it, you would not wheelie. It would just spin. Oh, okay. Makes sense. You, you wouldn't. Who would win in this race, actually? And legit, legitimately with these two cars racing each other? I don't know the specs of the cars, but it, it would be a very close race. Okay. So so the race was pretty legitimate. Well, did you see the giant fucking blower on the, on the, I on the Charger? I don't know enough a about Super is very fast car too so yeah so again it's that's why i was asking your opinion you would know better than me it's like what car would be the better car so it, i mean they're very different but it yeah, wants a muscle car the ones in a, a an, an import so yeah, it's it it's but it would it would still be a close race yeah so because they're both rear wheel drive and they both have a ton of power yeah. the charger's much heavier but probably the charger also has probably doubled the, well no super's actually run a lot so of dom kind of so dom won right um I don't know because they jumped the tracks together. Yeah, the, it looked the like trains, they're gonna... Yeah, so the trains coming, they they just missed the train by like one second. We're like, whew. And then Dom's looking at Brian, and then as he looks forward, there's a big truck pulling out. He hits the truck, and this is real because I noticed the guy in the Supra was not Paul Walker. Oh yeah, that was his stunt double. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And so, the guy, they must have whoever flipped that fucking car. Like, yeah. good for them. Like, that's yeah. a hard. I was actually very like, uh, even like the act, well, whoever a, the stunt. Well, actor they play, have a ramp. That, yeah. that but even the, the car. True, but even the actors who were like playing Johnny Trans and his brother and his cousin, like those guys, whoever the stunt actors were, like, like they were landing on the ground. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, brutal shit. So they destroy. The, so Dom's charger hits the front of a, a truck goes through the air and flips and it's just absolutely heartbreaking to see this car destroyed it's a real shame because it was a beautiful car and, and they he, really destroyed it which and, is and he gets out like this yeah i the fucking arm all i fuck. hate when they do that i hate when they destroy these cars like well in their defense they might have not destroyed a real charger they might have destroyed a kit 
It other could cars. be a kit car, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That's what they do with a lot of stuff, like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, they don't destroy the real Ferrari. They destroy a kit of the Ferrari. You know, like, that's what they do. They build, they put these cars together. There's usually, like, a shitty motor in them, and then that's it. And speaking, actually, I want to go back to the, the Honda Civics, because I, I noticed this also. When Letty's car flips... Yeah. You notice that that Civic has a roll cage, uh, where and then I was like, did they all have roll cages? And they look, none of them had roll cages except for the scene when the car flips over. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, because it's a stunt car. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> but basically, then Brian has a decision to make: do I arrest him or let him go in my car? And he lets him go. He's like, I still owe you a ten-second car. He hands uh, Dom the keys. Dom's like, you know what you're doing? And he goes, I still owe you a ten-second car. He gives him the keys. Dom jumps in the Supra, and he gets away. We see Brian walk towards the sirens, and it fades to black. Yep, and then we will pick up the story in Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, we get, if if you st stuck around for the after credit scene, there is a... Oh, this scene, yeah. Yeah, Dom is driving through Baja, Mexico in a beautiful red Chevelle, and uh, he just does the monologue, I live my, I live my life a quarter mile at a time for that 10 seconds or less I'm free and then credits credits and uh yeah and uh good movie I think that this is still the best in the franchise we'll see as we go through the actual watching them all but I really enjoyed it and I watched it on this universal 4k blu-ray set well you said this is the best in the franchise um I would like to say I guess you could that it's arguably the best one it's where it all started but, however, it's also the most grounded, it's I guess. It's very grounded. Because the, this franchise just, they just keep over, like... I would say the first three movies are actually, the street racing is the main focus. Once we get to Fast and Furious 4, they make a hard right turn. These right. become heist movies or which crime I movies. Which I don't hate. Mm. I, I, you know, I like it. I, but, like... In the beginning, it's like, oh, this is stupid. It's not cars anymore. But if you stick with it, it it's, a, it's a really great time. And it just, you have to, don't, you can't dissect it and analyze it like a film. You yeah. have to just grab a big old bowl of popcorn, some snacks, and just have a great time. Yeah, because it's a very enjoyable movie. It, they're, all, they're all really enjoyable in the franchise. Like Matt said, take kind of just like turn off your brain and just take it in. Because like, yeah, there's some pretty bad acting in this movie. Like it's... And that's my favorite kind of movie. Yeah, I know. So this I mean, is, the Fast and Furious franchise, I think overall, <sighs> Fast and Furious might be in my top 10. I understand. Actually, they might be in my top five franchises. I always shit on them, but I enjoy them every time I watch them. They're amazing. Yeah. And even for, like, and you're not even really a big car guy. No, I just enjoy it. But like I said, like the first one's just like Point Break. I'm not a surfer. I fucking love Point Break. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you know? it's this the story. I like the story. I like the plot. It works for me. You know, I, I love a good undercover cop story. Actually, that's one little thing. Like. I can see some bad undercover cop movies, but I always just like that threat of always possibly being caught. Right. And, like, that's why I love the movie Deep Cover, too. Like, it's just that threat of, like, you know, like, you're yeah. faking it. But, like, and then it's also, you get sucked into that world. Like, you know, you gotta, literally, you live your life like this. So you get, like, one communication with, like, one or two cops. Otherwise, you have to be in it. And yeah. I don't know. I always appreciate that. And I have this universal 4K set, which Matt has not picked up yet, so... Again. This is the Fast and the Furious. It looks like the Jurassic Park set, the Back to the Future set, the Alfred Hitchcock sets, all the same. I really do love this set, and I really do want to get it, but you have... Now, if anybody else has this set, I'm, I'm curious if you have the same issue, because I read it on the internet as well. Um, 
What movies were it? Um, definitely Fast Five and Tokyo Drift, and there's one oh, more. Oh, Tokyo Drift too. Yeah, there's three movies in this set that have the same exact issue. So a 4K disc and a Blu-ray disc. The way the the laser reads it, it goes all the way to the middle and then back. When it hits the middle on some of these discs, it will freeze. Now the only way to fix that problem is skipping that scene. So it actually happens really bad in Fast Five during uh, a really big scene in the movie. And very disappointing. The rest aren't as bad where it's okay to skip the scene because I've seen them all, but that's unacceptable still. The fact I actually, that I want to pop that in my player when we're done with this and I want to see. Do you remember what scene it is? No. Do you want to just borrow this and I'll leave it here for a few days? I have to come back anyway to bring Danielle no, something. No, because I'm not going to watch it, but I just I want to. I got to bring Danielle something anyway. But yeah, other than those issues though, these are some beautiful 4Ks actually with transfers. You checked them out yourself. You said it was an upgrade in the audio. Well, I watched just parts of part one. Uh, before just to see if it was an upgrade over because I watched my blu-ray last night So the one noticeable upgrade is the audio track It goes from a DTS on the blu-ray to a DTS X on the 4k's uh, and then we get the HDR So visually it does look better and the audio is also an upgrade. Yep I thought that these look some pretty phenomenal especially the first one like we said a lot of this stuff is done practically and the cars Just look gorgeous some of the colors on this stuff just pops you can see the light reflecting off it looks so glossy I, I loved it. I thought it very good 4k not the greatest 4k But this is what a standard 4k should look like, you know, nothing's bad about it. Everything is steady throughout This is what a 4k should be and well, I think that's going to do it for us here today, right? Yep, so that's the first movie in our Fast and Furious watch through of uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, if you guys want to watch along with us, obviously next week is going to be Too Fast, Too Furious. And we are going to be building up until uh, Fast X in May. May 19th. So once a week, I think actually we're going to have to double up one week. And we're also going to be skipping Hobbs and Shaw since it's just a story. It's a standalone movie. It's a standalone movie. We'll probably do that after Fast X. Mm -hmm. um, and also, how do you guys suggest we do... Where, where should we watch Tokyo Drift? We, I thought we were still watching that at 3. Should, do we watch it at 3 in release order, or do we watch it in chronological order? Which would, That's the only switch. That would be to go at 6 or 3 now. It depends how you want to look at it. Is it 6? Yeah, it's after 6. At the end of 6, it's revealed that he was going to Tokyo, and that scene at the end of Tokyo Drift. Spoiler alert, uh, that's why he was there. Right, so yeah, how should we watch it? Should we do release order or chronological? Um, yeah. I, don't guys know pick. Which, I don't know which one I prefer. I think I prefer chronological. I prefer chronological. But if you guys want us to do it in release order, you let us know in the comments section below. And then while you're down there, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, search for us on all podcast services, uh, like and subscribe to us there, give us a five-star rating, and then I want you guys to go out, get yourself a beautiful Supra, drive the streets of Long Beach, and or, tell all your friends about us. Or any car. And let, do some, no, no, get a Supra. Let's do some, well, if you can afford it. But let's do some burnouts. Let's do some Yeah, burnouts. all car related stuff. We'll be seeing you around.